Good afternoon. Welcome to the APW market wrap for week ending 14th of August. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is uh, the recession and what is powering the housing market currently. Okay, if you recollect just three, <coughs> excuse me, three months ago, we were heading into what we all thought was going to be a very long, very grim recession. Okay, a lot of talk about it was going to be a W-shaped, L-shaped, V-shaped, worse than GFC, better than GFC. Well, it has turned out to be the worst recession on living history with a 20.4 drop in UK productivity, which has only been eclipsed by that of Spain, which is slightly higher. Um, and I'm not going into why's and wherefores as to why that is, but that's basically the situation. It's very grim indeed. Um, but as quick as it happened, it's finished. It was technically a recession, but now it's over. Uh, in May, we've had a recovery occurring, and Aldi Hal Andy Haldane, who's with the Bank of England, said that we're at least 50% way, way back to fixing it. Now, what matters now is really how do we get to the pre-pandemic levels of production and what does it mean for the property market? I mean, currently home buyers are very bullish. Uh, house prices are rising. If you look at some of the research out there, Hamptons are saying that 30% of properties sold in July were subject to a bidding war of three or more bidders, which is 5% up on 2019. Halifax say that in July, the property market went up by 1.6%. Um, and apparently house Sale, house sales are achieving 98.6% of their asking prices, which apparently is a living record, again, according to Hamptons. So how is this going on when you've got this huge, this terrible recession has occurred, we're still coming out of it, we've got all this, all this stuff on the horizon about the furlough ending, we've got 9.5 million people on furlough, you know, we've got 7% unemployment. How is that occurring? Well, basically, you've got to look at what are the drivers behind um, the housing market. If you look at, apparently, according to the Financial Times, if you look at uh, many people who have been in, in, in a situation where they're working from home, they've had enough. And as a result, they're bringing their, their plans forward by months or even years to move. So they've just had enough and are trying to get out, which is, is to be expected, really, if you think about it. If you're living in the tiny back bedroom of your house, working there every day, Secondly, stamp duty. Stamp duty has had a, has a, has a major impact on it. For people with sub £1.5 million houses and above £500,000. So it's, it's had a very positive effect there. And also the fact that all these other people are doing these moves and moving has also motivated the first time buyers market to get onto it and see how things are going. So they're coming into play as well. Now, Direct Line Insurance have just done some research and they say, that one in seven people who are currently working from home, that's 2.3 million people, think that they will never go back to work in the office. They also say that nine million more people believe that they'll be spending at least one or two days in the office every week. Therefore, the desire to move, if you've got to be in that situation going forward, has become pretty frantic. And that is what people are looking at. They're looking at the wish to move, which is more important to them now than the timing of the move. So although the, the financials might be saying, don't go, look at the furlough, look at the debt, look at the problems of getting mortgages, all those things may be going on, but people are saying, I don't care, I'm moving. Okay. Secondly, you've got different sorts of driving going on. Um, in, the, in the mid market, you've got this back bedroom syndrome, as they're calling it. In the top end of the market, people who are COVID proof, basically banks are throwing money at them because they're trying to get lending done. I mean, if you're getting an interest rate of 
probably, or look at the NetWest quote from last week, they're offering loans at 1.2% for up to £10 million. So banks are throwing money at lenders just to try and make some money from this situation. And on top of that, you've got first-time buyers saying, we don't want to get left behind, we're going to try and get on the housing ladder as well, and they're jumping in too. So really, the drivers you have are people have had enough of being stuck in the back bedroom, they don't want to miss out on this boom, the first-time buyers are saying, let's get on to it and start moving forward, and then you've got the people who are COVID-proof, which are, and there's still a lot of people out there who are COVID-proof, are getting money thrown at them by the banks and saying, okay, let's move. So basically, there you have it. The recession was bad, but it's over. The Bank of England are saying, we're more than halfway past it on the way back. What's going to continue to make that sure that recession doesn't carry on longer than it should? That's going to be government stimulus. And so talking about extending the furlough payment system, that's currently in a, on discussion boards. And then secondly, people are saying a stamp duty holiday will end in March. Stamp duty is a bad tax. It's a tax that is, is put in place by governments to tax people who are doing well. And bad taxes, as we know, don't work. So that will not, I don't believe, come to an end in March. If anything, they may be looking at scrapping it. So looking forward, we need government stimulus to drive the market forward, which will keep it going past its present, what many perceive as a bubble. That's it for today. Thank you very much. It's Short Williamson.